0: morning to you good morning good morning it's great to stay up late good morning
1: good morning to you
0: this is
2: wptf radio raleigh north carolina and i'm reese edwards hello everybody
3: atlantic coast conference tournament basketball is on the air this is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, of WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Admiston on The Weekend Gardener.
2: Now, here is your moderator. Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's N.C. Spent.
3: Now, here is
2: Kate Kaiser. Uh, yo well, that's good. This is Art Devine.
3: This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York.
2: The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnin views the
3: news. And now, here is Mr. Debnin. Good afternoon, everyone. George Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This
0: is Harriet Preston, WPTF, and Raleigh, North
3: Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Cass. For the nocturn we
2: send as our best This is Bill Hope.
3: This is Warren Barfield
2: with Kingdom Scott of the Organ and a program of Familiar Carols. This is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend, Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to... Bob Butler Show, and this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of raw. This is Charles Osgood, wishing Mike Rayley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network.
3: Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hath Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp, and this
2: is a Tallahill Gardener saying, "Keep them growing." Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Oh, just some stellar folks. I knew a lo- pretty, pretty uh, good amount of those folks. Yeah, uh, extraordinary people, legends, and uh, some, some are still around, some are not. But I'm, I'm glad, Rufus, you were talking about uh, people like, like hearing that, and I hear that all the time. People uh, love hearing those old voices. Uh, it gives us a chance to reminisce a little bit, and I was honored to work with many of them or to know them, like uh, like uh, President Friday, Bill Friday, extraordinary person and a and a uh, avid listener of this show. Oh, yeah. He loved the yeah. garden when he had a chance.
3: One of my favorites was Hap Hanson. Oh, yeah.
2: happenstance. That's what Gary Dornberg used to call Hap. <laughs> Hap. Hap did an all-night uh, show, record show show. Music show, uh, country music, on WPTF for many years, and he uh, he had listeners all over the place. He was he was qu- quite an entertaining person and uh, a great friend of mine. He was quite a bit older. He was about thirty years older than me. I was a I was a child when I came to work here. I was twenty two, so there were people here that were a lo- whole lot older. They, so I had had a pretty good education. 919-860-9783 919-860-WPTF what is the status with master gardener do you have a program uh, a uh, do you have classes We've every never... year or every other year
4: well in orange county <clears throat> we have classes every other year uh, we teach on the even number years so our next class will be in uh, 2022 uh, we're going to probably start advertising around april or may uh, we've already got a list of people that uh, have are have an interest. Wonderful, um, and so uh, that list is is quite long. I would love to be able to to get all of them uh, in the program, but uh, obviously the size of our our facility, and and hopefully this year it will be in person. Last year we the last time we did it uh, in 2020, we actually did it by Zoom. Um, which was a a total learning curve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It it went very well. I was very pleased with with the outcome, Um, but this year we've got our Master Gardeners going to be doing uh, everything as as part of the the teaching program. I mean, they're developing the program. I'm there to to assist them where they need it, but uh, what we found out is uh, in the past, you know, the first year, I kind of stumbled through it, I, and I have to admit that I, I just, I didn't know what I did, didn't know, and I, I really depended upon uh, extension agents that were around us uh, to help me out. <clears throat> um, and then then the last year, uh, or in 2018, we had a really good class. Uh, I, I learned so much from, uh, and I, I leaned on the Master Gardeners much more the second teach I did. And then uh, the third teach, which was uh, 2020, uh, the Zoom session again. We we did that as well, and uh, very successful. So so what I'm trying to do is to transition uh, this year to give them even more uh, latitude yeah. and and more say so on how the program is run, um, and and uh, to, to to be more on the periphery to to help them and guide them and to help resource the program. But who better to teach um, a program than Master Gardeners.
2: I know, and I'm sure you would uh, say the same thing, Andrea. Uh, yeah, yep. As, as you are now in it's Mitchell right County
1: yes.
2: and, and uh-huh. helping to, to start a new, a new program from the ground up. So they've never had one there.
1: No, no, and we're going to rely on a lot of um, specialists from throughout the Extension, um, you know, statewide program. Uh, for teaching, as well as our own agent and uh, and his connections, uh, some of the actual um, uh, you know people who who are farming in, in this area and have some knowledge that they can share.
2: Yeah, are there uh, counties that are border Mitchell that that have had this this program?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yancey County has a, an established program as does Avery. And then um, down in Asheville, Buncombe County, um, has a, yeah. a one, you know, I would say a program to rival Wakester Durham.
2: Oh, wow. Great. Uh, Mart.
4: I'd like to, to just make one comment. One of the things that we learned, um, as I stated, that our, our last class we had to do in Zoom – um, that mm-hmm. that we really capitalized on was because the connection. It didn't matter where you were sitting. the The lecturer was sitting in the state. They could be back at the university. They could be. Yeah. Uh, and so we were able to capitalize on people that were that we normally would not have been able to get a hold of uh, simply because right. to have them come to our facility to to do a, a lecture in person. But uh, we've we've now. Um, Try to to amalgamate uh, and and have now a zoom. You know, maybe a lecture part in Zoom, and then have a a program piece where you know practical application would be in person. So so you know, mm-hmm. you may be able to. That may be something that you guys are are will will find. Um, you know, because uh, you useful. know, yeah, they're absolutely very yeah. useful. That uh, you can reach back to to the experts at the university.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's you know that's one of those silver linings, right, of the pandemic. It's a lot of organizations found that uh, you know a hybrid model is actually the best of both worlds.
2: Boy, I bet I bet that uh, whoever the extension agent is out there in Mitchell County is glad you moved there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he probably mentioned that a time or two.
2: I'll bet <laughs> so.
4: it's probably why they haven't had one. They didn't have yeah. a, a good master gardener or somebody to help well, them out with.
1: And I was so grateful, you know, because when I when, when we first closed in our property, there wasn't an agent and there wasn't an extension director. They were kind of in a uh, transition state. Oh. And, uh, and so I was a little bummed about that. And that's that's when Durham said, hey, you know, you can stay with us for the year. Everything's remote anyway. No problem. So I was, uh, you know, grateful for Durham for giving me that that space. And I was working on a statewide project anyway. I've been working on the plant toolbox. For the last uh, oh year. have you and
2: well when you finish yeah. with your thoughts there I want to talk about the plant toolbox
1: oh well let's just jump right there all
2: right <laughs> well at any rate you, you, you've got a master garden program that that uh, will will be uh, up and running before well, long
1: was, yeah 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 and and so so yeah so I I, I I reached out you know I kept I kept an eye on on the extension office and I I actually read in the local paper that there was a new agent. Uh, and he started a, just about a year ago, last November. And he's, uh, you know, like I said, he's, he's a native of Mitchell County and uh, got degrees in horticulture and, oh, and, and experience in both. He's, he's, you know, got decades of experience. So I was like, cool, now I'm going to reach out and say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to, you know, because I really am. I'm, I'm an enthusiastic and proud Master Gardener volunteer, oh. and I really wanted to continue my career in that way. Yeah. So, um, so I was just delighted when he was as delighted <laughs> to <laughs> to start a program. He said actually his his uh, his Extension director had written it into the job description before he was hired that um, <coughs> that there would be a Master Gardener program and it, and he would be responsible. For oh wow, so. that is great! I'm that. I, so I love we're that. we're we're ready to like you know, drown out the naysayers who said, oh, a program there will never work.
2: <laughs> so so uh, tell yeah. us about the two. Now, Paul McKenzie has been a big advocate. I'm sure all of the extension agents yeah. are.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, what a great, well, uh, great thing for, we're, we're, for people to use.
1: Yeah, we're, we're an advocate for it because it is a great thing for, for people, uh, people of every, you know, uh, gardening level. Uh, you know, whether you're, you're new to it or you're experienced, um, you know, we've had uh, some anecdotal feedback about um, landscapers using it to work with their clients and, and choose the right plant for the, the uh, you know, area yard they're working with, the conditions, growing conditions. So the plant toolbox, I'll say, uh, you know, you can, folks can find it at plants.ces ncsq.edu sounds like a mouthful but if you just search NC plant toolbox it will likely come up we're getting lots of great hits on it um, and it is a description uh, detailed description of you know all the plants that you want to know about I mean there's four thousand more than four thousand profiles uh, plant descriptions and about nine thousand images so you you know I was just looking at it the other day, and something that I, you know, I thought was one plant, <laughs> I'm looking at it on this, these pictures, and I'm like, hey, you know, that really looks like, you know, I thought it was um, something called uh, sneezeweed or, or a helianthus, and it turns out to be an ironweed. And I learned that through the plant toolbox.
2: Yeah. Marta, I know, now what, uh, before I, I <coughs> talk to Mart uh, about this, uh, about his reflections on it, uh What are you actually doing with the toolbox? What am I doing? Yeah.
1: I am, uh, I'm on it. Well, last year I was on a team where I took photographs. I photographed my Durham garden to exhaustion. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I photographed every plant. I loved doing it. I mean, hey, you know, hey, who doesn't love to take pictures of their plants? Sure. So I was taking pictures of of leaves and uh, stems and. you know, the plant form, as well as the, uh, you know, plant flowers, and the plants during different seasons, because that's something um, that was really important to, to NC State, to show the plant through the season, not just when it's in all its glory, but what does it look like in the wintertime. So someone like our earlier caller would know, you know, is my Japanese maple supposed to have leaves in July or not? Um, and they could, you know, uh, rest assured or not, you know, depending on what they see on the plant toolbox. So that's what I was doing last year. So if you're looking on the plant toolbox and you peruse some photos, like maybe the rhododendron, um, uh, you might see my my name on a couple of those photos. But this year, I'm, I'm leading a team of uh, proofreaders. We are proofreading the plant description. So there's a narrative description, and then there's a lot of, like, a uh, table a database of of um, information like you know what's the genus what's the species uh, what's the flower color um, those are you know kind of in a list format but above that is a description and I am uh, leading a team to proofread those descriptions polish them so that they are um, uh, all have kind of a similar format and um, and standard. At an editorial standard, uh, because there's a there's a lot of volunteers across the state working on this project, so um, so you know every everything needs to be edited and polished eventually. And we're not even the last stop. When we're when we're finished, um, I know there will be another layer of proofreading on top of that. So, and I happen to be working on this project. My co-leader on this project is an amazing woman from Mark's program. <laughs> Um, Mart, I worked on this with Diantha. Oh, right. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's fantastic. So,
1: yeah, she's a fabulous uh, editor, and uh,
4: she and certainly is. And she's—I'm um, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, we've no, we've we've just been—you um, know—again, we have complementary skills, so I think we make a really good team together. And we have, uh, at this point, of several other um, master gardeners from around the state. Um, helping us to do some proofreading. So for so this is just a good example for listeners. You know, uh, you know, uh, maybe you're interested in gardening, but you don't do a lot of gardening, or maybe you don't um, do a lot of gardening anymore for you know various uh, physical uh, limitations. Uh, but you have an editorial background. This is the way. You know, you, there's so many different ways to help in the Master Gardener program, and so many of us. Uh, I I would say all but one of the several of us working on this plant toolbox editorial side right now uh, on the proofreading side are our former editors uh, you know uh, in our our working world Um, so you know this is a way that we can contribute to the program (coughs) without actually getting our hands dirty I
2: need to I I need to send you uh, copies have I sent you a copy of, because uh, you're writing, of course, for the Weekend Gardener magazine. You are so nice to uh-huh. contribute magazines. Did I send you the last version or since? No,
1: I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen the last few versions. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm out here in the mountains. I can't, well, I can't I, pick them up.
2: All right. Uh, just give me, uh, just just text me your your mailing address, okay. and I'll make sure you get those. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. We'll, we'll we'll do that. While
3: we've got to, the two experts here, I have this question that that comes up often. They say, "Well, Rufus, we we haven't gardened. We love we love to listen to the show. Will you name me one source?" And they say, "Now, we don't want anything complicated. Uh, right. what is the one publication that's elementary, that starts with soil, with everything?" <laughs> Uh, that that a newcomer should read, and I say, well, there's so many that I cannot begin. You've got Pam Beck, you've got the the Ralston Ar- Arboretum Director's mm-hmm. book. What's what, a I'm, that's a good I, one. I'm putting you all on the spot. Yeah. What is the one? I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not. I'm gonna.
2: I'm gonna gonna blow the your mind. North
1: Carolina Extension Gardener Handbook.
2: That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you know, well. I had that, I had that in my mind. It's it's thick. It looks and it's real thick. It looks intimidating. <laughs> it's
1: free. I, it's know, but you know, look at it online. Yeah, you,
2: you can it. get it online. But is it too complicated for somebody
4: that's <laughs> never not,
3: never no. stuck
2: a shovel in the ground? No, no. I don't think so.
4: It no. is not. It I goes. Don't think so. It talks about, you know, from the basics of soil and soil composition, it explains it all. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a fabulous book. You can go and learn about, uh, or you know, if you want to garden organically, it talks about what what you can use as an alternative to uh, fertility and everything else. But it, it goes through, it talks about plant biology, explains You know about leaf you know uh, you know opposites or you know parallel leaf uh, talks about leaf verniation it talks there's so much that it goes through and it's it's online for free Uh, you can order the book and I highly encourage all of our Master Gardeners to purchase the book because it's always good to have a a desk reference to to pick it up and and hold it when your power goes out you can read this thing so I I have
3: one I can't remember who gave it to me uh, was it uh, Joe the Bouncer? Well, I think it might have been because it's just a fabulous book.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have a is, copy but, yeah. of it. Yeah, but uh, it, it's available. It's available on li-
4: Amazon. You can yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, you can you can get it through online. Yeah, online through Amazon. But I I um if I'm you like a hard the copy, and some people yeah. like
2: to hold a newspaper or to yeah. read a book at uh, a.
4: And uh, the second yeah. edition is actually coming out uh, soon. I mean, they've got a, 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 they've done, gone through, and, and made some additions to it, and and you know some the the first edits, you know, they, they oh well, obviously they've edited, but um, yes, yeah, so the second version is, is coming out soon. If it's not uh, on the street right now, uh, but I did also, and, but
1: if you're looking at if you're looking at the online edition, you get those edits all the time. That's you know the beauty of most online.
4: updated. <laughs> um, right. And as an example of that, uh, I was looking about climate, uh, uh, the the heat zones, heat zone maps, and the and the links that were in yeah. the book uh, were were bad, and I I recognized that, and I sent a note to to uh, Charlotte Glenn and uh, and and Lucy, and said, hey hey, our these links are not working and, and so they went in and and are in, and, and changed them <laughs> so the online version right. is always being updated uh, as uh, you know periodically um, uh, so it's the most current so
2: yeah okay
4: but I did want to comment on the plants database and I just I can't tell you how
2: the toolbox
4: yes the toolbox it's online uh, is it's so good uh, the first thing I did this morning when I came in is open up my computer and, and opened it up. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's yeah. my that's my yeah. my standard operating procedure, yeah. um, but uh, th- and what I tell clients they say, well, what kind of plant should I put here? Well, I don't know what your tastes are. Okay, number one, um, right. I don't, yeah. and I say, well, you know, th- there are some certain conditions, and if you go to this toolbox and c- you click on find a plant. And then you can select the, the conditions, because right plant, right place is what we always, that's kind of our mantra. And uh, so, uh, so, so the gentleman was talking about raspberries. So right plant, right place, you go to the toolbox, you find, you can select based on your criteria, the growing environment, uh, um, uh, the, the light conditions, what you're trying to accomplish, you know, what type of garden you want to have, mm-hmm. um, and, and it'll give you a list of those. Uh, they're con- it's they're also building this this uh, plane in flight. So right now it's uh, it's it's up to four thousand five hundred twenty four plants uh, in this in the the library right now in in the database. However, they're continuing to improve. One of the improvements that uh that I'm told is they're they're adding weeds to it. And why do you want weeds? Well, you can use it for for identifying a, a, a weed that you that you don't know what it is. Yeah,
2: and we got a weed questions right. all the time on this. How show. How to though. get rid of it? Yeah, yeah. and right. that's
4: exactly um, right. You have to know the the specifications and and how it grows to to be able to attack that guy, don't you?
1: Plus, there's, you know, I, I think of sorrel, wood sorrel as a weed, but my neighbor thinks of it as something to put in her salad, so.
2: Oh, right. And, and it's
4: it's very tasty.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I've heard, but I, I'm always pulling it out.
2: I, I, I think I'll order some today with a uh, salad. Uh, wood sorrel, please.
1: You know what? The plant toolbox is just fun, too. Forget about the educational component. Uh-uh. As, you know, as plant nerds, right, this is our... It, our plant porn it's just fun to, to be looking I, I don't know at. if go, i don't think i'd go that. there andrea as
2: a matter of fact we I mean, never we'll, heard that <laughs> nah, never heard that it'll be uh, ringing in my ear the rest of the day though <laughs> <laughs> more, uh, more of the weekend gardener coming up here on wptf Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're back on WPTF the Weekend Gardener at 10:39. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston, Mark Bumgardner with the Orange County Cooperative Extension Service and our plant porn lady, Andrea Lane. <laughs> now with the uh, formerly of the Durham County Extension <laughs> Service now with the Mitchell Mitchell <clears throat> County uh, Master Gardener. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hey,
1: I didn't make that up. Okay. <laughs> I
2: know. I, I know. It's Friday. It's just the first time. We've had a lot of firsts today. we you know, we found out about uh, uh, hookah, whatever, Ho- Ho- whatever Ho- 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 culture, hookah culture, yes, <laughs> and plant porn. So, uh, Tammy is. Uh, we'll soak all that in as Tammy in Four Oaks entertains us. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. I want
0: to say I just love the show. Thank, Thank you
2: so you. much. Appreciate you being a part of it. How can we help you?
0: Um, as the guy just said, right plant, right place. Yes, ma'am. And it is just too bad that the HOA can't listen to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thankful Uh, I don't have to deal with that, but a lot of people do. And, you know, I I can uh, understand both sides to a certain extent. Some people (coughs) do crazy things (laughs) in their yard.
0: I, um. I'm in four oaks now, but I have a house in where I lived there eight years. Yeah. And now there's three trees that the HOA planted, and I have finally gotten okay to cut these trees down. However, I have to replace them with a list of other trees that they tell me I could set out. Uh-huh. Well, one of the trees is seven feet away from water line and a gas line <laughs> all right the two trees in the backyard the root is just going right under my concrete patio so i think you get the picture
2: well be sure to <laughs> so, call 811 or whatever it is
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i've got a professional who's going to cut them down and do what they need to do so
2: Well, make sure he's a professional professional (laughs) because that's uh, (laughs) tricky. That is tricky. So, what are you replacing them with?
0: Well, they tell of the list that I have found and done research on. There is a crepe myrtle, they call it a one stem. I think what they mean is just one trunk crepe myrtle that I can set out. Am I going to run to the same scenario? Seven eight
4: years down the road with this with my water lines and the concrete patio. Well, uh, I, what I would suggest is again going on that plant database and, and take a look at it. I'll pull up that uh, the specific variety that they're looking at uh, and see if it's a see if it's a, a small uh, st- a statue uh, plant or if it's a, a full grown or you know how big this thing will get. And usually when they say a plant will get you know a certain size don't believe them <laughs> that's that's like in the minim, that's in the the worst circumstances now um the plants actually do much better they get uh, they usually have an opportunity to to grow much taller than than what the average height is that they say uh, that a plant will get
3: well you know you, you but could so you many think cultivars about of, you could like think about something really like a with a with a long taproot root on it so the roots wouldn't spread out so much
2: well that's... Uh, certainly pines are like that, but mm. I don't so, know. so what were you saying?
0: Tammy? I'm thinking when, when they set these trees out, uh, the one in the front is a uh, maple. And you can imagine with those roots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they must have had a sale on them or something. Cause, and you look around the neighborhood, some houses that have been there longer than mine, and it seems like everybody is... Is cutting down their trees and
2: because they've gotten too big,
0: yeah, yeah, they've got too big. And like I said, now that the roots is interfering, they're wrapping around the water line, mm -hmm. and I'm sure they are the gas line, right? Why would you set a tree out that close to some line? And I just want to try to get away away from having to run into that again,
2: right? Certainly understand that.
4: Well, uh, what kind of trees are. are, in the older older communities or well when i say older i'm talking 20 within the last 20 years the uh, bradford pears were were highly used for landscaping and and those are are definitely uh, the ones that they're wanting to get rid of um uh, because of the wood quality and and they're they've actually escaped into uh, into the woods and stuff but birds are carrying the droops uh, yeah. out and dropping them and they're just all over so they've become a menace and uh so I was wondering, were they Bradford pear that they're, that are, are in your neighborhood?
0: No, there are no Bradford pears. Oh, that's they, good. They Tend to be close to maple-looking trees, and then some other country mm-hmm. I have never seen before.
1: But yeah, but uh, other. Than I'd that, like to make a suggestion. Okay. Well, uh, you- there, there's a um, a booklet published by the North Carolina Urban Forest Council. Called Trees and Utilities. It's a home homeowner, homeowner guidance for planting and managing trees around utility lines. So perhaps you could get a copy of that, and it is available online. Um, and you know, educate yourself, but more importantly, educate your HOA. Give us
2: <laughs> give us a, give us a <clears throat> the name of that book again. <clears throat> oh,
1: there it is. It's, it's Trees and Utilities published by Please. NC Urban Forest Council. I will uh, because definitely that way, that it's up. not it's not you telling them. It's the utility, you know, it's the uh, this higher entity uh, saying, hey, you know, utility lines, this is how we can all play together well.
0: <laughs> I would definitely look that up and be reading that because I have got to do something that I don't <laughs> want to run into this years down the road again.
1: Right, right.
4: Well, it looks uh, like... But I think...
0: Yeah,
4: It looks like they've got... It's a uh, some, of
1: mind too, that you're only... Um, you know, that when people plant large, you know, canopy trees right under uh, power line, you know, um, mm-hmm. so you're having the opposite problem where it's the, the underground part that is dangerous <clears> as opposed <throat> to the canopy part.
2: Yeah, that, I just went to you know, uh, the North Carolina Urban Forest Council...
1: Well,
2: Did you see it, yeah.
4: yep yep. I found it uh, as well, and and it looks like they've actually show pictures. <coughs> uh, I, I love the pictures there. Um, I guess going back to your. Uh, your uh, plant uh, <laughs> pornography there. Okay. Yeah. So plant, it's got beautiful my plant, pictures. My
1: plant catalog. Yeah. <laughs> catalog,
4: yeah. Uh, and so um, anyway, they've got uh, got the names and got they talk about the height and spread of, of, of and the recommendations in table one and table two in the back of that thing. So that's that's absolutely pretty good to to be able to take a look at it and and have a, a visual understanding of of what the plant looks like and. Um, you know what would be a good selection for under under a utility line? Great. I
0: will be looking at that and see what I can come up with and, and maybe present it to them.
2: And if you need a good lawyer, uh, we we have Rufus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, well, I would love to get Rufus out.
2: I'll
3: bet so, Tammy. Well, well, I mean, I'm I'm no great fan of HOAs. I've, <laughs> I I I don't want to get in any trouble here, but I I'm no I'm no fan of those that legal entity that. That seems to bring more more heartache to more people than any other legal entity that I've ever heard of.
1: There is a community in Durham that I'm sure many of you are aware of, the Woodcroft uh, community, Woodcroft Development. They have a garden group, a garden committee that has done an amazing job of educating their HOA about what should or shouldn't be planted in their in their developments, in their, in their yards. They've, they've, their spin is mostly from an invasive versus non-invasive plant perspective. Sounds great, yeah. But, but Tammy, um, there's some other folks. If you kind of look up the Woodcross community and, and try to find the, um, uh, you know, folks there on the garden committee, um, they could help you, um, you know, with an approach to, you know, just learn how they approach their HOA with making some changes because they've been very successful.
0: Well, that sounds like a plan, and I thank you guys so very much, and I do so much enjoy your show.
2: Thank you, Tammy. You take care now. Don't I'll- get in any fights out there, okay? I <laughs> will <laughs> Please don't. right, Bye-bye. bye. If you do, take take Mart with you. He's big <laughs> enough. I'm the bouncer. He's the he's the bouncer <laughs> along with Joe the bouncer. We we have him. We have them here, and a uh, full bird colonel? Mm. Yeah. Lieutenant, or, colonel. R- yep. Lieutenant colonel. Lieutenant yep. uh, colonel in the U.S. Army for uh, how many years? 26 plus. Oh, wow. Thanks for your service. Long time, yeah. Thanks for your service to uh, the United States and to uh, the Weekend Gardener, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 1049. Yeah. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 10.53 before Rufus uh, enchants us with uh, the Cliff Joiner saying of the week. Each season, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Every year, each season brings a different challenge for us, and for our cars, health and safety of your car, not to mention other things, that they are important. King's Auto Service can help you a lot with this, and they they've always believed in every mechanic I talk to. Be proactive with the maintenance of your car, and that that'll affect uh, the outcome. Uh, you'll have a much better outcome with your vehicle. You'll keep it a lot longer. And as we approach the cold weather, it's good time to get things tested, like. Belts and hoses and fluid levels and uh, anti-freeze protection level. You want to make sure about that. Tread depth on your tires. You can't be too careful with that for maximum handling and, and uh, just uh, your life. You know, control of the vehicle during the winter months or any time. King's Auto Service can help you with this preparation uh, uh, in any number of things. It's anything for your car, really. And if you have a hybrid vehicle, that's a special thing. They now have hybrid technicians. They're certified to deal with uh, the hybrid vehicles and uh, diagnose problems uh, with these high-voltage battery packs that are so important and very expensive to replace. And they can help you replace those uh, for less than the dealer will charge you to replace it. And this could happen anywhere 150,000 miles is kind of the average So, call King's on Monday to schedule a courtesy battery analysis and get your, just that other battery, that 12 volt battery in your car checked too. 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. They also have a um, King's Auto Service and uh, oil changing King's Correct Lube. They're at uh, 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and kingautomotive.net. So, goodbye. Great people there, Dean Bailey and all the folks. Very, very, educated folks and nice to boot they'll take care of you rufus uh, what say you
3: yeah radio radio friends and neighbors (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is from the great neil armstrong oh yeah there can be no great accomplishment without
2: risk oh wow and he wrote the book on that he certainly did you know he was at the duke children's classic one year and Sweet Melissa and I were there, and we walked, we walked between two golf carts, one with Fred McMurray and his wife sitting there, and the other with Neil Armstrong, who was by himself. And they both said hello, and I we walked right by and didn't get an autograph. Oh my. I'm sure they probably didn't want to give autographs. <laughs> you know, it's got to get old. But why did I not but do you that? But got a story. <laughs> there, sir Paul McCartney thinks it's silly. He says to give autographs he doesn't do it anymore he says you know who i am i know who you are so you i know you know who i am so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but at any rate i i, I hate that uh, that i didn't both seem very friendly mm. all right uh so andrea and <clears throat> mart uh, what what should we be doing in the coming week we got three minutes to discuss that go ahead andre <laughs>
1: Oh well, you should. You could. You could be planting daffodil bulbs mm-hmm. about now. You could be dividing perennials um, if you'd like. And uh, the other thing I'm working on is is placing down some fall some mulch on my uh, my beds. Uh, to you want to keep that soil covered and protected through the winter.
2: That's right, especially in Mitchell County.
1: Especially in Mitchell County.
2: Yes. Yeah, and trees. You can be planting trees
1: and <laughs> yep.
4: shrubs. Yeah, yep. trees yep. and shrubs. And yep. mulching, mulch, mulch, mulch. Get those protection, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, uh, freeze mm-hmm. damage. You don't want to do any kind of fertilizing right now, um, and you really right. don't want to. You really, really don't want to be doing any pruning right now, because what will happen right. is you're stimulating uh, new growth if you prune now. So uh, wait till it yep. goes to fully dormant. You know, when it's uh, really, really cold before you try. To, uh, the plants that you need to, to do pruning in the winter. Um, there's a great pruning guide out there that talks about what plants and and which when and where to plant to prune. So go, is go that through right. the extension it service? It is absolutely. Uh, but there's uh, it's you know if you just uh, contact your extension agent or uh, Google online uh, pruning um, plants to prune when to prune, um, you can pull that up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I usually,
2: when I Google something, I, I say, plants to prune in North Carolina. Absolutely. Get them close to you put that North Carolina in there, and, and that usually brings up the Cooperative Extension Service and, and a lot of good ideas, because right. a lot of the individual Extension Services have, have written publications, um, and mm-hmm. of, cor- of course, uh, folks at NC State have done that a lot.
4: Right. Um, also things to be doing in the, the vegetable garden, digging your, dig your sweet potatoes before the frost. You want to make sure you get them out before frost because there's a, uh, a a frost damage that will actually harm them and you don't realize it until after uh, you've, you've, you've put them up and are curing them out. Uh, mm-hmm. So go ahead and get those out. Uh, you know, if you've got um, your, your greens and stuff, planting radishes and no. uh, beets and stuff, go ahead and get those in the ground. The seeds, um, and then uh, garlic uh, after the after the first frost is uh, when you want to go ahead and get your garlic in the garlic in the ground.
2: All right, I, uh, I
3: cut the I always cut the perennials back, yeah, so that I can put leaves over it and be sure and plant some camellias and some gardenias. Yes, sir. whatever Ray. you do.
2: Yes, thank yes. you, Brother Rufus, Miss Ann, Mart. Thank you so much. We'll see you in January, and and uh, and Andrea. Thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to talk to you on the show in December
1: yes um, we'll check on that
2: all right we'll be back next week